0: What's up, guys? How are we? I am doing fucking awesome. uh, If if anyone cares, (laughs) but seriously, man, I came off such a high from this weekend a natural fucking serotonin high like uh, I hadn't felt that way in so long. it was nice to just feel comfortable in my skin and just not give a fuck about anything and anyone and what had had caused this whole great fucking vibe is my friend and his girlfriend you know they were going to a concert and he was like bro you're coming with me and and right like i was pushing it off for a little bit like thinking myself no i'm not comfortable in those situations anymore they're just too much for me uh i was worried about having a panic attack uh I was worried about getting in my head at some point in the night and just letting it ruin uh, any chance of having fun. And then a week before it was time, he was like, bro, um, are we are you coming? Are we doing this? I mean, we're doing this, but are you coming? Like, we, we just want to know so I can buy the ticket. And I was like, fuck it. You know, I'm just going to fucking send it. And say, yeah, buy the tickets, bro. This is going to happen. And I'm going to pull up the text word for word. All right. Um, fuck. Shit, bitch. Danana, you hear the birds chirping in the background? I'm fine with it. You know what I mean? It it's it's fucking annoying at some times, but at the same time, you know, this is what we got. You know, this is what we're working with. She's down Yeah, basically the whole time I was just not in it. I wasn't, like, trying to go, and I was just, you know, asking these questions to ask ask them to just keep the conversation going. Yeah, uh, so he was like, so you deaf down? Because I'll do it right now. And I was like, yeah, if I don't do it now, I'll just end up ghosting the idea. He was like, I word, I'll cop it. And I was like, meaning – I let my anxiety say no for me. Uh, He was was like, I feel that. Trust me. And the thing about him, I haven't really gotten into it with him on, like, his shit and talk to him about his shit. Like, what's his mental fucking health like? That's another thing I need to start doing. I need to start worrying about other people. Like, I'm worried about myself, Like I've, but I've always worried about myself. And there's a certain amount of paranoia that has kept me from worrying or caring about others. Like, I just, it's been about me for, like, two years now, where I just want to be by myself, and I don't want to do anything with anyone. Because when you do that, there's no chance someone's going to judge you. But, yeah, I need to start asking people, like, what's up? Yeah, after he said, trust me, he was like, I bail on shit because of my anxiety. Yo, if you're listening to this, I'm sorry I'm outing you right now on your mental state. But, you know, I'm sure you're fine with it because you're a chill-ass motherfucker. But, yeah, his anxiety, too, and he's been saying, fuck it. The exact fucking thing I said, he said, he said, like, f- I've been saying, fuck it, this ca- uh, these couple past months, like, this moment, right then and there, I said that shit. I was like, fuck it. Like, it doesn't matter why I texted him or anything, but in my head, I was like, fuck it. Let's have a good time. Because you have to put aside all this fucking nonsense that your mind is telling you. You you know, you have to take a step, not back, but, like, out of your head. (laughs) Because, speaking from fucking experience, bro, (laughs) that shit is rough. Just like I was talking, I talked about on the explanation slash trailer, It's like a bottomless pit. Like, the material shit, this is also a bottomless pit. Like, if you get in your head, you're going nowhere. It... it, it, You think it's good, but it's just not, bro. It's just... I can't... I can't say enough, bro. Like... Nah, I even... I haven't even fucking said that yet. Hold up. Like... Take care of yourself... This is what I want to get across. Take care of yourself, but also, like, don't let your life just go by. Because that's what I did. I was taking care of myself, in uh, quotations, for uh, two years. Taking care of myself by being by myself and not caring about anyone. Those human interactions, those people in your life are sometimes the reason you want to be better. You, you yeah, I'm not saying nothing's wrong with you or anything like that, like but at the same time like there's a certain way you want to live your life and if and you can't because of that mental shit. So, yeah, something might be wrong with you. There's an imbalance that you just need to fucking fix. And the Listening to this podcast, reading books about mental health, and all of the above. They can only do so much. You know, they they can get your foot in the door. They can uh, get you on your way to making your shit. Figuring out your shit. But they can't, at the end of the day, they can't do that much, man. They can't. They really can't you have to you have to talk to yourself you you have to realize these emotions you're having you have to realize what you're going through you, you can't you can't suppress shit okay like you can't run away from it i can't count the amount of fucking times i've just run away and denied myself the truth of what I'm actually feeling. Whether it be because I'm scared of what the truth might bring and what it, uh, yeah, just all, just basically what the truth might bring. Like at, at one point within those two years I was taking care of myself, I thought I was crazy. Uh, I was losing my shit. I thought so many things. I thought I was schizophrenic. Uh, So much fucked up shit went through my head, man. And I don't know why it took me so long to realize that I wasn't doing it right. I wasn't healing myself the right way. Uh, it, it, It was just part narcissism, and just, I've gone through life so far, and haven't asked for help, so why do I need it now, yeah, shit's rough, shit's getting really tough, but like, why change, man, why do I need a person to talk to, why don't, they're gonna understand, yeah, they're not gonna, they might not understand, but at least it's someone to talk to, someone to fucking, put your shit on, you know. And I'm not talking friends right away cuz that's heavy. You do not want to put all that heavy shit on your friends. Like no matter how how good you are, how tight you are, how long you've been friends, mental fucking health and uh, mental problems and just emotions, raw emotions are so heavy. They could scare anyone away. The only person I can think of that they wouldn't scare away is family. And some people aren't... They're not... They don't have family around for that. So if all you have is... But at the same time, when you don't have family, you create a tighter bond with friends. So... At that point, that might be a little loophole, you know. (laughs) Maybe you can talk your real shit with them. But if you are deciding to talk your shit with your friends, you can't go into it worrying about what they're going to think. Because that's what got you in this. At least me, that's what got me in that state of paranoia and just self-isolation in the first place. I was caring about what people thought too much. Uh, shit, just didn't go my way, and I, was, I just looked at everyone and just thought they were laughing at me. It still happens to this day. It happened the other night. Uh, I just looked past it. I was like, "Don't get in your head. This will fucking ruin your whole night. This, this will cause you to act out." In the wrong way, this will cause you to hurt yourself and the people you're with right now. You have to control the fucking tsunami of fucking emotions that come to the surface. And like I said, the only way I know how to do that or knew how to do that was to run. To cover up, suppress until finally I exploded. I only let it slip once with my friends. And the horrible part was I was horrified at letting it slip in front of my friends. I was horrified at the fact I was showing who I actually was in front of the people I care about. And then the people that really took the fucking hammer time and time again was my family. Because put all the emotions I had towards them aside way back when. They took the worst of me and never cast me out. Scratch that cast me out once <laughs> but not for good not emotionally they still had their ties emotionally we're not talking about physically staying with them we're talking emotionally they never they never cast me out emotionally they always had a sense of uh, caring a sense of love towards me and i had a lot of grown up to do Because when you're in your head for so long, you you stop yourself from living. Not only living, but just growing up. Maturing. Because you can't get over these small little facts. A little bump in a road. It's like skateboarding. You hit a pebble, you go flying. You know, you're off the fucking rails. The smallest little thing will take you off. And you'll be on it for months on end. You won't stop thinking about it. You'll keep wrapping your head around it. And for me, I would always look at the negatives. I would always look for what? Looking to even the best thing that happened, I would look at the negatives. and I still do that. (coughs) Oh, I'm dying. Oh, fucking it. Fucking pollen. And still to this day, I do that shit. And I don't know if I'm ever not going to do it because you can't suppress these things. Like I said, you can't get rid of them. You got to work through them, work with them. And it's not easy. It's really not. There's a lot of shit out there, man. And if you let every little fucking thing bother you, you're going to get nowhere. You're going to do nothing. And then you're going to, it's a vicious cycle. You're going to do that. And then you're going to get even more mad at yourself because you're not doing anything. And then you're going to get mad at yourself because it's just a back and forth, a back and forth. It's just. So fucking... It just fucking breaks you until there's nothing left. And... But don't feel like you have to act like someone. Don't feel like you have to portray this character that you've... Put yourself onto. Ugh. You don't have to act a certain way with people. Like, if you're having an off day, fucking have an off day. And if people notice that, good. Talk to them about it. You know what I mean? If you're one of those people that doesn't want to bother others with your emotions and problems, like me, then you have to do the opposite. You have to ask or just say, hey, can I talk to you for a minute? Can I have a real ass fucking conversation for once? Don't say it like that, because that's the horrible way to start it. <laughs> yeah, you won't make it you won't you won't make a lot of friends doing that. <laughs> but I don't know. Going into this podcast, I had a lot of ideas, uh this one, this episode. I had a lot of ideas, a lot of shit to talk about, but the only thing I really want to say is Jose Onfroy, XXX Tentacion, his documentary is out. It's live. Fucking play that shit. I've already watched it twice. It's a fucking banger. And a lot of you people aren't going to like it, what he did. But the raw emotion that man had felt 24-7 and somehow gave back to people. Like, if he can do that, I can at least get out of my fucking bed in the morning. If he can inspire all these fucking people with his music, his words, just how he was trying to change and I can definitely get out of my fucking bed. More importantly, get out of my fucking head. And start living my life. And so can you. So can you. Like I said, man. And I'll keep I'll keep fucking saying that shit, man. Yeah, I'm crying, motherfucker. That dude meant a lot to me. I didn't know him personally. But he felt like what I was feeling. He felt my insanity. Or I felt his. And you can you can say what you want to say. You can judge and say, why the fuck are you crying over a fucking musician? I just fucking told you that's why. Because I felt what he was going through as a person. Tear away all of that shit, like him being an like a huge personality and just tear away his music, tear away everything that made him famous. Tear away everything that fucking dehumanized him. Uh, a lot of times people go into fame and they get dehumanized. They're like, that person's rich, they have money, uh, they're not on my level. You know what I mean? Like they're they're not a regular person. Yeah, they are, man. Yeah, they are. They have emotions. They have off days. They have all the shit you have. And sometimes it's turned up to ten because they got all these people watching them, waiting for them to make a mistake. Well, my nose. Sorry, fuckers. <sighs> Yeah, man. Just a little silence. Oh, see, I can't, I can't let silence happen without fucking saying something about it. Like if I'm hanging out with people, there's like silence. <laughs> oh, there's the awkward silence. Then I make it even more awkward with that shit. <laughs> But, yeah, I'm fresh out of work. Oh no, all right. We got a little off track there. I want to talk about uh the concert and all that. I got out of my comfort zone and I, I did it, and I was fine. I took a step, didn't know where I was gonna land. <laughs> And I had a good time. I had a fucking great time. I wasn't even that into the fucking artist. NLE Choppa, like I still fucking had a good time though. Like damn man. And then there was at one point in the night, uh, there was this fucking bitch. If somehow, some way you find this podcast, fuck you. She was nudging me. For a fucking 30 minutes straight. She was nudging me. Right? (coughs) She was nudging me. And then she finally just had enough, I guess. I don't even know enough of what. Because I wasn't doing anything. And then she fucking yeets me. And I get pushed into my friend's girlfriend. And just fucking body her, basically. I felt so bad. And then the security guard looks at me. And I'm like, bro. It was her. She fucking pushed me. She pushed me. And then I turn around, like, go to push her back. And then I was like, wait. Wait. No. No. You can't do that. You you can't push a female. You can't lay hands on a female. And I didn't. And then security guard comes over. And he's talking to the girl. Because he can clearly see... I think I portrayed it well enough that it was not my fault. And then he was talking to the girl, the girl was just bitching, blah, 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 you know, fuck you. And then finally her, bo- her boyfriend steps in and then talks to the security guard and then she starts blabbering about and the security guards like I'm not talking to you, I'm talking to him. You know, like you know. And then uh, for some reason he stopped talking to him and the boyfriend. Started talking to the girl again. And then uh, boyfriend started talking to me. Started giving me shit. Oh, no, 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 I got it wrong. He started fucking talking to the security guard. Telling the security guard that I was pushing people. And then I was like, what the fuck are you talking about, bro? What do you mean? She clearly fucking pushed me. And then... He was like, all right, yeah, yeah, like clearly he knew he was in the wrong because he shut the fuck up. And I was like, yeah, yeah, okay, all right, peace out. And then in between all this happening, I looked at my boy, you know, I was, we didn't say anything, but I was just like, yep. I just stood up for myself, bro. Like, I, I didn't think I had it in me. I just stood up for myself. I was ready to fucking fight this motherfucker. And he he didn't even push me. It was his fucking girlfriend. He was just trying to blame shit on me. That's what pissed me off. Like, fuck you, dude. And then 10 minutes go by after this confrontation, and I'm like, fuck this, bro. I'm going. I'm going. I, I grab my uh, friend's shoulder. I'm going. And then I go into the mosh. You know, a little iffy at first. I'm in the back lane. And then I get into it, and I'm fucking... I see my fucking moment, and I just hop in, and then I'm fucking... Ah, 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 ah. I'm just moshing, bro. I hadn't done it in so long. It was fucking so relieving to get all that shit that just happened with that chick and her boyfriend out of the way and just all my emotions in general. Like, just forget about them. Let them all fall off me. And it was so relieving to have a good time. (laughs) Have a fucking great time. But, yeah. Um... If you take anything away from that story I just said, keep trying. Keep uh, getting out of your comfort zone. Because one day it will be your comfort zone. Then you do the same thing. You just keep doing it over and over. Get out of your comfort zone. Keep going and just fucking keep vibing. Keep living life. I'm going to wrap it up like I always do. You know, don't forget about your mental health. That shit's important. And much love from yours truly. Just another nobody. Peace.